not a lot of racing action over last weekend. Um, rain cut Atlanta short, but there was a lot of news in, uh, including a big shakeup in Formula One. Um, indeed, indeed, we're gonna show off our new merchandise. We went, we went shopping, got a bunch of new swag here. So uh, check that out. But this is FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Fluck. I'm Eric Richardson. I'm drinking uh, an unknown liquid inside this coffee mug. That mug looks pretty good. It does. Grab one. I I changed, actually, I changed the design after I got it, where it's just kind of like you've got this one big logo kind of in the center. And I changed it, actually, that there's two smaller logos on like each side of it now. Oh, nice. But yeah, I, I clean actually would before we, we started this, I was playing in the store and put push some new products. So check out our store. We got a lot of good stuff. But yes, this is this is beer in here. I'm drinking beer out of a coffee mug <laughs> because why not? There's no rules anymore. This is 2023. Rules are gone. And we're only halfway through the year, but we updated our jerseys too. We did finally. The 2023 jersey finally made it out in July. <laughs> I think this is on our to-do list that was due back in like February or January. Yeah, something like that. Whatever. It is what it, it is. Know, it was a sample. We got a little bit of work to do on it. Yeah. And we'll be ready to go in 24. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we went with the uh, the back in black, I guess. Hopefully ACDC doesn't sue me for saying that, but uh going going black this year on the on the jersey so uh good quality stuff actually this is a like an off-brand shirt and but it's it's good it's the same shirt as last year just make sure it's black so white and part of it we learned how to adjust some things so we're getting better with printful and but yeah we're really you know we had a little bit of a an issue with Printful, or we thought we had an issue with Printful, and it turned out it was actually the web hosting's fault. But it is what it is. But Printful is really cool. Like you can go in and make your own own merchandise. Uh, we actually write a little bit about it either on frracingonline.com or over at stadiumscene.tv. But you come in, you make your own merchandise, you push it to you know the easiest way to do it, the cheapest way to do it is set up a WordPress site on on web hosting, and um, design your product, put your logos on there. There's hats. Like we made these hats in, in Printful last year. This hat actually got discontinued, which is a bummer because I liked it. Uh, there's a similar hat, but not quite the same that came out this year. So I'll just take really good care of this and not destroy it. Uh, good stuff. Really, you know, a lot of good stuff. We got uh, AirPod cases. You can make a yoga mat if you really want to. You can start our collection of FR Racing yoga mats because... <laughs> Again, it's 2023. Why not? So, as we alluded at the beginning, a lot of news this week. Anything happened in Formula One? Um, driver got fired. Danny Ricardo is back in a ride, and Chuck was on a hot seat. Yeah, well, I think <clears throat> Ricardo getting placed into AlphaTauri probably saves Checo the rest of the year, I would guess. And it helps that AlphaTauri is like Red Bull Jr. Yeah. And from the point standings, you know, you got Red Bull Senior 1, Red Bull Junior. Not so, yeah. so Zero. Much. 
or what? No, two points. Two, two points. You, yeah, Yuki got two. Um, amazing how just like so totally different the two teams are, despite the fact that essentially they're cousins, basically. How does Ricardo feel going into maybe the slowest car on the field? I mean, it can't be any worse than what McLaren was doing to him. I mean, they, you know, it, they put him in a very bad spot last year. And like the man who always smiles was looked pretty sad, like actually looked sad out there, mm-hmm. which was shocking, but um, seems to have refound himself. He ran a test over the weekend and his time put himself te- front row. Yeah. I want to put him front row next to Max. Okay. So I, I have to ask. I don't want to sound all conspiracy theory here. This has happened before in not not Formula One that I'm, I mean, I'm sure it probably has, but this has definitely happened in other series where they want the driver out. And do you think the fact that Checo hasn't made it into Q3 in what now, five straight races he's missed? Um, it's a lot. I yeah, think it's, it's like five. five six. I think it's five <clears throat> straight that he's missed Q3. But then he yet he comes out there and he runs all the way to the front or f- close to the front. You think he's being sabotaged? I've mentioned that. Is how do you go from just dominating with Verstappen to all of a sudden I you mean, can't even make it to q3 and some of them you don't even get out of q1 and then race day comes in and shoots right up through the field yeah he came all the way back from the bottom what did he finish sixth last weekend i forget but i mean he charged up the field again like this is now he started outside of the top 10 charges up I feel like they're giving him a bad setup and it it feels like it that that he's getting a bad setup in qualifying and then they give him a decent setup so they perform in race because you know you don't want to cost the uh uh you know cost him the constructor championship but you're making even... him look just bad enough that he can't Max had a comment this past week of six I'll win the constructors by myself he might, you know, I think okay. I, I think I read over the weekend that Max could finish second in every race and he'd still be well clear of the title. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see that. That is wild. Checo is currently in second place, 99 points behind Max. Alonzo is in third, but Lewis Hamilton is closing. And then after that, you know, Lewis Hamilton, 121. Carlos Sainz is fifth at 83. Did you see that radio clip of Carlos Sainz where they said, we're going to go to plan B? And he goes, what's plan B? I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on with these? Oh, Ferrari. Oh. But I heard today that Red Bull is throwing three names around for next year that Checo's basically he's finished there. Like there's nothing he can do to save his seat after this year. 
So the three names, I'll, you know, take a guess. Take a guess at the three names that are being thrown around for um, his seat. Outside of Daniel Ricardo, I'll, I'll be gonna say Ricardo would be one in there. There's uh, actually three, three other. There's three other names that have been actually thrown around of of actually current in the field Formula One drivers. One one in might the field. yes, one might surprise you. I know Polo has been tied there too, but there's question marks where he'll go. There's also I read today that they might, if they shift Ricardo up to Red Bull back with Max, then they would probably try to chase Polo for Alphatari. But it's like, it's Pelot, would, would he would he would he want to go there or whatever they're called next year? Um, but, okay, three drivers. Lando Norris was just that, that is correct. That is one. Um, I haven't seen the others. I just know Lando. The other two that have been linked, and you know, who this is just pure speculation at this point, was uh, Mr. Charles Leclerc. Yeah, and there's then, marks there too. And then Alex Albon was the third one, who is just. I did see that coming abs- back. Too. Absolutely just killing it in a god awful Williams machine. Um, <laughs> He has looked really driving that car really good out there. And I, I, my, my favorite thing to do is after he has a race where he finishes in the points, I, I go to F1, you know, F1 TV pro. I cut over to the driver view to hear his reaction after he crosses the line. And it's hilarious. Every time he just gets so pumped and they're like P eight P eight. He's like, yeah, <laughs> just gets super pumped. And it's awesome. Well, we've heard what Lewis Hamilton tied to Ferrari too. Yeah. So yeah. something like that goes. Leclerc's signs could be looking for a ride. They, they, they Red both Bull could be open. Lewis to Ferrari. Get Checo and Lewis to Ferrari. Wouldn't that be wild if that happened? Then we watch something like that happen, and all of a <laughs> or, sudden Ferrari stop making bumbles. Yeah, or crazy, or you know, crazier is that Lewis goes back to McLaren. Lando leaves to go to Red Bull. Lewis goes back and takes his seat at McLaren because they've looked really good lately. Uh, yeah, who it, was it? Helmet was talking to Norris's agent, but they also have other connections, and he's got multiple drivers, a couple others that are with Red Bull, so it could be nothing on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, these drivers are in long-term deals, and who knows what, you know, they're very secretive yeah, of what they're finding. Checo's through 24, Norris is through 25. Albon's so 25. So see what happens. Yeah, we're going to see some seat shuffling this year. Question, but, and, and you know what? Good for Oscar Piastri, who's had... Uh, you know, a not so great start to his, uh, to his formula one career. He, you know, he had a really good, he, he had a good run at Silverstone. He finished fourth, almost, almost caught the podium there. How, how crazy would that have been a double McLaren? Podium? Yeah, that would have been wild. But I mean, it's just, I mean, Max, you know, it's the Max Verstappen invitational as I've seen referred to it. It is it's Max and then everyone else, but it's like the storylines outside of max have been really exciting i mean it's just it's like kenseth 2003 all over again but and the caution flag at the end that was made it kind of exciting it did yeah it's didn't have a max had a great restart and and lando didn't get off 
as quickly as uh, as I think he wanted to there. Didn't have as great of a, a restart. And then Lewis got well, stuck they behind had him. Questions of, oh, Norris is going to go to the Reds. He's putting them on. No, those are whites. He didn't. But yet and, he still held off Lewis yeah. on the Reds. So Hamilton was very complimentary of him. Some good driving. Classy dude. So of the three rookies, Piastri is starting to show some form. And he's been competitive here and there. He's gotten better as the McLaren's gotten better. If he keeps it up, he'll be safe. I, 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 you know, a month or two ago, you couldn't say that. But I I think he's he's turned the corner there, which is Logan Sargent. He had his best run this weekend. Um, Looked good in, in practice. And what was the 11th in the race? Yeah, yeah was... some of the other cars struggled. The Stuart Haas's, or the Haas's, I should say. Stuart Haas. Stuart <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong sport there. Um, the Haas yeah, cars. The Haas cars, and then uh, both Alpines did not finish. Uh, we'll see what Sargent does. He may be safe through the end of the year. But if he underperforms and Albon keeps overdriving and having a huge disparity could cause issues yep then nick devries gone it's hard I mean, when it, you put a rookie in one of the worst cars out there and, it's and, on, not fair. and on top of that is devries what got him on the radar in the first place is he filled in for one of the williams drivers last year I forget which which one it was, but he filled in for one of the Williams drivers last year and finished, I think, P9. Had a decent run. Yeah, he finished in the points in a Williams last year, which Williams was obviously really bad last year. But he finished in the points, but yet he comes in here next year, has his own ride, doesn't even sniff points. Some of it's the driver, some of it's the car. It's too bad it's not like NASCAR and IndyCar where these cars all have to share the same specs. And Yeah, I mean, that's partly what makes it unique and what people like about it because it's like, oh, look at the engineering on this one. You know, nobody cares about the a, a Cup Series floor because everybody's floor is the same. <laughs> you, you it's fun to see the cars change yeah. from start to finish. They are closing the gap, the Red Bull. They're getting closer. It's no longer 30 seconds no. to Checo and then another 20. Well, and Max had a little little incident, broke his wing uh, over the weekend, but he's they're way over he's way overdue for a DNF. Yeah. I mean, they're like he, he has to. There has there's no way he makes it to the entire season without a single without a DNF. That'd be unheard of for anybody. I mean, outside of like the early 2000s Ferraris, which was like, you know, you look at it was Schumacher and Rubens Barrichello. It was like one, two, one, two, one, 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 two, two, one. It was just ridiculous. Like, And they're doing the same thing, you know, or, or what was it? Mercedes and what was it? 2016, was it? With uh, what, Hamilton and Nico Ros- Rosberg. Yeah, Rosberg. They, uh, yeah, I mean, we, every so many years you get that that dominant team where both cars are just head and shoulders above the rest. And 
I will take the one dig at Mercedes. They weren't complaining about the cars back then. No, yeah, well, that's what Max said. He's like, you know, that's nobody, you know, they weren't complaining in 2016 when they were running away from the field. Where are we off to next? Turkey? No, uh, um, hungry. That's it. One of those hungry, hung, hungry turkey. <laughs> I'm hungry for some turkey. Uh, hungering sounds like some food. You know, it's uh, uh, not this weekend, but the following week. So week between uh, before we see Daniel Ricardo back in the field. So I guess the question is, F1 Productions, they got to redo that intro. What are they going to do? Just like put Daniel Ricardo's face over uh, DeVries. <laughs> Oh, they're just going uh, to say, screw it. Just put DeVries like. They'll find know. a way to change that fire suit. I mean, that's just crazy. <laughs> or pull an old picture out. <laughs> They'll just put like a superimposed Ricardo face on him. Or he's just like. <laughs> one, one of those. Maybe put the cowboy hat on. Just I saw today 100 days until uh, the U.S. Grand Prix in Austin. I, I really that that's on my list. I want to get to Coda. I don't care for what at this point, whether it's Formula One or NASCAR. But I I just want to go to Coda and experience that. It'd be a fun place to go. I, Where it would just you seems, sit though? I don't know. That's a good question. I almost feel like turn one, watch him come up the hill. And oh yeah, into that horseshoe. Especially after a either a restart or or you know the lights off. At, See everybody just pile into turn one. But yeah, Coda is on my list of places. I mean, it's it's a very well-built track. It's very unique. I, I think they did a phenomenal job with that one. I, I, I think it's just a great setup. Just a lot of... There's just so much there that with the hill and then you get that long stretch and all the S's through there. And, and then after yeah, the... It'd be a fun spot to watch too. The long, you know, the F one cars. You got that long stretch, and then you get through, and you got that technical area after that. It's just such a well thought out design, uh, which we can't say with some of these other places like <clears throat> Las Vegas. Which, hey, let's just put everybody on Las Vegas Boulevard and see how fast they can go. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hey, speaking of Las Vegas, you see the uh, that. Incident at Caesar's Palace the other day. I didn't see it. I saw you texted <laughs> me, but yeah. <laughs> so so apparently there was a uh, in one of the you know all the Hangover references happened as a result of this. <laughs> but basically there was a there was a lot of shouting, and there was a domestic disturbance, and the the hotel uh, came up to the room to you know like hey like what's going on here. And the guy barricaded himself in the room and said he had a gun. And yeah, like his, I don't know if it was his spouse or whatever, was in there with him. And uh, so they called, you know, uh, LMPD, Las Vegas Metro or whatever they call it. Uh, Police comes in, they bring the SWAT team in. Uh, They then the guy decides that he is going to clear out his room and smashes his window on his tower room that's like three-fourths of the way up 
And then all, you know, they evacuate the pool, like one of the pools, which is right down below. And all of a sudden, after the window gets smashed out, here comes the nightstand flying out the window. Then here comes the TV flying out the window. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like some people can't handle Vegas. Nope. Just, but the police ended up, I guess, kicking down the door and they went in there. And fortunately, no, no incident happened. They took him into custody. But it just, yeah, pretty, pretty wild. Even for Las Vegas standards, uh, you know, it was a Tuesday morning in Las Vegas. That's. <laughs> I haven't been to Las what Vegas. happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, and this guy's going to be staying in Vegas for a while. Uh, yep. See, uh, the, the comments in there were, were pretty funny, or it's just, you know, the hangover reference for the guy in the parking. You know, some people just can't handle Vegas. And, whoops, safe to say that guy won't be getting his, his uh, security deposit back. And Nope. Guy just found out what his resort fee was. <laughs> Realize he has to pay for parking at the hotel. <laughs> Crazy stuff. But Vegas coming up. Oh man. So what? Uh, IndyCar this weekend, Toronto. Yeah. The whoa, we did talk about this last week. The uh Peacock, Peacock. only race. You're not gonna gain followers by doing that. Let's just Let's look back it. here. So NASCAR had a you know really you know NASCAR and NBC NASCAR itself outside of the Daytona 500 had a really good showing for the Chicago Street Race. They had like four million something. It was rain delayed, so if if it would have started on time, probably would have been even better. They bragged that they had like a hundred and sixty thousand people watching on Peacock. Hundred and sixty thousand. I'm not sure that's a bragger or not. I, so let's you're paying five dollars a month, six three yes, three hundred thousand five. Yeah, you're so it's like eight hundred thousand dollars worth of people watching for a expensive yeah, that that's not not good. And no. now you're gonna show IndyCar, which there is far less interest in IndyCar compared to NASCAR. Sorry, it's true. And you're just gonna show the race on Peacock. Just it's a bad move. It, it's it's a bad move. I mean, I. It's I probably, have, what's the fan base? Maybe a quarter of what NASCAR is. Probably. I mean, the people that go to the Indy Five Hundred are there for the Indy Five Hundred. They're there for the experience, which we need to talk about that here too about uh, the the big announcement from the, the Speedway. Um, yes. But you know, the Indy Five Hundred, like if. If IndyCar didn't have the Indy 500, you know, you've got Long Beach. Long Beach is pretty well attended. But outside of Long Beach... Nobody knows the series exists. No, no, they don't. I mean, it's getting better. Like, the ratings are definitely improving. But, you know, Iowa, they did a good job last year with the two days and the festivals and the concerts. But then you'll be there. Um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. But then they jacked up the prices. People were really upset that they like they realized, hey, this this was really well attended. We're just gonna here goes the prices. Um, uh, do you know? Yeah. Do you mind? Do you mind sharing how much you paid for a ticket for Saturday's race? You know, looking at it in the entirety of everything, it was one hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. I'm it's not horrible. We're I was looking at the track and stuff, and we're sitting in the kind of upper level, 
Yeah. I didn't want to be right on the track because I want to see the whole thing. But for that, you get the next race goes earlier in the day. Then before the race, you have a about hour long Carrie Underwood concert. Which is probably why your wife wants it's that's why your wife agreed to go. And then (laughs) you get the main race, the home front 250 on Saturday. And (laughs) and afterwards, you have a Kenny Chesney concert. I mean, that's huge. Like if you're into country music, that is a big deal. Yeah, that was part of the. That is is a real. I'm not a country music fan myself, but I, I understand those are two very, very big names in the world of country. Is is Kenny Chesney still draw what he did years I ago? So. Like, I've more or less been banned from country shows. I'm not huge on it. No, I mean, but you know. To get a race and then two shows for one. Yeah, I mean, you're. If you like, look at it, the race is $50. Kenny, you're paying at least 50 Carrie, you're paying at least 50 That's That's a pretty good deal. Uh, so, to go yeah, to the that. ticket prices went up, but you get. Two and a half hours worth of concert. I mean, if, if you races. went to a Carrie Underwood concert alone, you'd probably pay 80, 90, 100 dollars to sit way probably. back. I mean, that that's a, actually a really good value. I mean, it's just the catch yeah, is you have to drive to Newton, Iowa. Yeah, we're staying in Coralville. I'm uh, just right there outside Iowa City. <laughs> like, what? Where? I have to look that up. Coralville. It's basically Iowa City. Oh, okay. So we'll visit University of Iowa, check that out. Coralville. It's been a few years since I've been on campus out there. I've never actually been to the University of Iowa. I went to I've, a Big Ten school. I've been out there hey, twice, actually. There is the Antique Car Museum of Iowa is in Coralville. Population 22,318 as of the 2020 census. Uh, I've heard good things with the event too, and it'll be really fun to check it out. You, It's not like Indianapolis where you can take in coolers and all that. You can take in a small cooler with water, but you can come and go in and out of the gates as you want back to your car. Just scan your ticket again on entry. So it makes it really good, too. The notable people from Coralville, Iowa, includes Nate Kading, the former University of Iowa and San Diego Chargers place kicker. Yes, it was San Diego back then, kids. Um, Jason McCartney, professional cyclist, Team Radio Shack. How many years was that? Team Radio Ooh, Shack. That was a long time ago. That was like, uh, that's what Lance Armstrong. Jordan Teagues, NASCAR paint scheme designer and sponsor for Emerling Gase Motorsports. Joey Gase. I actually do have the Tour de France going on right now over. They're about halfway through it right now on their trek to Paris. Emerling Gase. Hey, you know, I actually met Joey Gase at, uh, in Phoenix this year. Oh man. So yeah, uh, Peacock, I'm not sure what, what, how smart of a move that was, but you have to, numbers. you have to, uh, load up the Instagram feed that weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, so we'll have to, cause I've, I've not been out that way. So I'm, 
I remember right, Rusty Wallace designed that track. It's a wild track. I'm I'm really interested to see how many drivers, especially after Texas this year, now open up that outside lane that we saw Jimmy Johnson just drive past people last year. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think with Jimmy Johnson, he he definitely did a lot of good for the sport in the sense that he saved the Texas race. Yeah. He, 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 uh, if it was just that single file follow the leader race, we're like, whatever. But we had a great race because we had people running, good. we had people running the high line, and he did and the that same high thing. line practice, or they did that high line exclusive practice to let them get used to running it. It's interesting too, with that, is that Iowa Speedway is, is own is a subsidiary of NASCAR. But I thought there was this whole thing of like, we don't want NASCAR, IndyCar on NASCAR owned tracks. Oh, who knows? There's so many inner business workings. I'd probably get a migraine thinking about all of them. I mean, when you trace it down and you trace everything back up, it's like, oh, this is the owner. But if you trace it, Everything comes back to the same like three or four companies in the end oh, yeah. anyway. It's they do. I, there was a stat I saw recently that like everything you buy at the grocery store traces back to like six companies or something like that in the end, or eight companies. Like, and then even those companies all get traced back to a couple bigger yeah. companies. Yeah, I mean it's just like you know, you go into this grocery store, it's either owned by Kroger or it's owned by Safeway Albertsons or whoever, whatever it's called nowadays. But before we get into NASCAR, how about the big Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Yes, yes. So actually not the Speedway. They are separate entities. Museum. The Speedway Museum getting ready to shut down for... About a year and a half. About 16 months, they said. With an $89 million renovation. Which is good. Um, I went to the last one to the museum in 2017. I was there about a year and a half ago. So we remember when we took that field trip in middle school to yeah. the, the track and we went into the museum in the morning and then we ate our lunch while they were doing practice in the afternoon. I don't remember a ton about the visit in middle school, but I do remember when I went back in 2017, like that was the the first time I had been in the museum since middle school. And I just remember thinking outside of the newer cars that they brought in and put on display, this place hasn't changed at all. And at that point, that would have been 97, I think. I thought so, it looked pretty good when I was there. I mean, it's, it, it, kept it up to date like it's not like they had drywall falling down or something like that but it was it is very good but i'm interested to see what it looks like now it it did have a very 70s like vibe to the the interior of it like once you get you come in if you've never been to the museum you come in there's like a lobby area there's like the gift shop on the side and then you walk through the lobby, you pay your admission, you go into the museum. And once you get into the museum, mm-hmm. I feel like you you step back into 1976. And I think that's around the time the museum last renovated, too. Might have been just a touch better than... I didn't quite get that feel. A little more recent 
that I've been there compared, but I'm excited to see what it does. I mean, I just had so much fun going into the museum and I brought my wife with me who I don't think, you know, she was born in Indiana, but only lived there for a few years. Never been to the track before. Um, They had the, uh, they were using the road course that day. And it was like the Carmel, Indiana Doctors Association, rich doctors driving on their expensive cars on the road course event. Um, So, so we actually had to pay double admission to get in. We had to pay to get in, you know, $5 to get in to see the rich doctors from Carmel drive around the road course. And then uh, once we got in, we paid the, the museum but it was just so cool walking in and you see like, Oh, look, here's the, you know, the Marmon wasp from 1911. And, and, and yeah, we did like- the bus tour around. Also, we had some friends with us, <clears throat> but it's so cool to drive around that place with it empty. It's kind of surreal when it, when you're in there and it's just, there's like nobody else around. It's like, there's 350,000 people there on Memorial day. And then, yeah, when you see it from basically on the track and just looking around, you really see just the scale of this place. Well, we've also talked about this too, where the half marathon in Indianapolis that they do at the beginning of May every year, part of the half marathon course is you run about three-fourths of the track. Yeah. And I've made my complaint. I think you made a similar complaint is that these goobers it's, it's halfway through the race. It's not, they used to, I guess, use the the bricks as the finish line for the race, but it's like, it's not a huge area. And you got all these goobers, you know, taking photos and everything. And you're running through and all these goobers are stopping and kissing the bricks. It's like, over it, like get out of the way. Uh, yeah, it's still funny. The tour we did was the kiss the bricks tour and, we stopped and you could take your picture doing it. And like, I told my friends, told my wife, I'm like, can't do it. Nope. Didn't win. Nope. You have to win. And if all goes well, we're going to have a car there at some point. We'll have the that's, car. We will kiss the bricks. We can do it. We might be in our fifties at that point or older, but we are <laughs> climbing that fence. <laughs> I don't oh, care yeah. if I fall and break my hip. I am climbing that fence. I don't care how old I am. <laughs> no, I'm I'm tradition. If you win, you can kiss the bricks. If right, you didn't like, win a race there, no, can't do it. Nope. So it's uh, but as yeah, cool as it would be to do, couldn't bring myself to it. They they showed the the renderings of the place. They're going to open the basement up uh, for permanent display. Where right now it's kind of a storage temporary display area. I don't think I, I think we were talking about this yesterday. I don't think I've ever been in the basement of the museum. I really think I would enjoy the basement. I've, I, heard, I've heard they have some really cool stuff down there. It's, I, I, I can't even imagine what they have stored down there. Uh, it's just, you know, you have a hundred years of history and you can only fit so much of it in there. Um, you know, they're, they're going to renovate the mezzanine and, and they're going to have like an upper level without, so they don't have to change the footprint of the building. I think the building is actually in a historical register place or it's, you know, it's, it's, and when you get into like remodeling the exterior of a building that's in the, you know, the historical landmark, it gets difficult. I mean, yes. the Cubs just went through it with Wrigley Field and it was just a massive fight on what they're going to do here and change this. And it's like, we want to move the bullpens under the bleachers and 
and make some change to the bricks but no the brick and ivy that's part of the no that's part of the deal like it, it's just but it looks cool i i'm i can't wait to see the the finished product and hope to, to take the family there at some point and yeah, april yeah. 2025 estimated completion yep right before I the will, uh, race i will probably be there not too long after uh, it's yeah it, it's just having a legendary it's just i i still say this that we had a legendary facility more or less in our backyard i mean yeah. it's 60 miles away but it's still our backyard and i'm just like i didn't get there nearly as much as i should have that thing is the entire reason we are sitting here right now. it is it is a hundred percent the reason I, you know, we talked about, you know, Kokomo Speedway being our true home track. It's, it's a legendary dirt track, but never went to a race there. I have never been to a race there. I've been on the property before, but I have never went to a race. And now, I did go to a lot of, of the dirt short track races over in Logan Sport. I never did that either. And I've never been to IRP either. Nope. And it's just like, man, I lived there for 23 years and I never did any of that stuff. That's right. The mystique and allure of Indianapolis. Be at it. It holds the power. Yep. I made, I flew in for my brother's wedding and I I had a few hours to kill before my flight. And I said, we're, we're going to the motor speedway. We're going to the museum. I haven't been there in years. We're going there. And I'm glad I did. Haven't been back to Indiana since it's been six years, which is also pretty wild. I'll be back down there next week. Do you know the Xfinity race at Iowa it used to be called the CircuitCity.com 250? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> the U.S. Cellular 250. Who was it at Darlington? They brought back the Circuit City car. Circuit City is actually a thing again. It's just an online-only store, but it's alive in some form. So that I, Cup Series Atlanta. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's step back. The Xfinity race was phenomenal. It was so good on Saturday night. Um, you had three colleague cars with Almondiger, Justin Haley, and I'm drawing a blank on who their third driver is right now. And they were running, you know, every time there was a caution, all three of them would go to the outside. And the three of them were hanging together, and it was just like one of these three guys were gonna win. Nope. No, they didn't. John Hunter came through and uh and won. And Austin Hill, he kept trying to make a move on the inside, and nobody would go with him. And he just couldn't make a move, and then he got overly aggressive. And uh, I think it was actually him and Parker Kligerman. I thought I don't think Parker actually touched him, but he got, uh, you know, Austin Hill got loose, went around, and. Uh, I didn't yeah. get to see the finish. But I saw, I was watching when he was trying to move on the inside and couldn't get the help. Yeah, he was just, uh, he just kept coming to the inside and they're thinking Parker might drop down there with him and uh, it, it never really got much of a run there. Oh, was it Dan? Yeah, Daniel Hemrick was the other calling car. Uh, 
Yeah, it was Justin Haley, Daniel Hemrick, and Chandler Smith. Yeah, the 10, 11, and the 16. But the cup race on Sunday, it was a race against the rain. It really made some of the best racing, but at the same time, it was really annoying. Yeah, it's just... You have to feel for Brad Keselowski because they said basically if the rain would have been there 10 minutes earlier, he would have won. If the rain would have come 10 minutes later, he probably would have overtaken Byron and won. And instead he didn't. His, I think his winless streak is at like 80-something races now. One, I would think. Yeah, just, man. What's up with that? They could have run another 10, 15 laps before the rain came. Yeah, it was there was a caution from I forget who. And and it was just kind of like, okay, we're done. We're just gonna cruise for the uh... Yeah, two cars spun, no debris on the track, and they just ran. They just basically said, Okay, we're done. Yeah, they could have gone green again for a little while. But they ran Oh, it's Bubba it was Bubba Wallace and someone else. Maybe Ryan Priest, I think. Spun. Yes. And uh, yeah. they could have easily gone green, gotten another 10, 15 laps in. I know a lot of people are complaining. Like, well, it was a Hendrick car out front. So we're just going to. Got to end it. Got to make sure Hendrick wins. Well, the fix was in. <laughs> Sarcasm. If you haven't, you know, couldn't pick that up. But, but that's, that's now we're in frustrated with the NASCAR officials. It's more NBC. Two races in a row having to go at, late at night. Well, I think part of it, too, was, like, who schedules a race in Atlanta in July? Be- I That that is terrible scheduling. Like, that used to be, like, that was the season finale at one point in, like, the 90s, 80s, and 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Like, okay, having a race in October, November in Atlanta, perfect sense. Having a race in Atlanta in July where it is ungodly hot, it is extremely humid, and the risk of severe weather and rain is very high. Why would you do that? So I, I think I blame NASCAR for the scheduling as much of, of anything. But like you have to run that race at night because if you run the race during the day, no one's going to show up to it because it's just so nasty, muggy outside. And I can't even imagine what, what that felt like leading up to the rain. Probably people in the stands were thrilled the rain was there because they finally got some relief after that. So what's fun coming up, 16 races, you got the three standard night races now. You got the, I still call it the Pepsi 400. Whatever Daytona. The... Should be the July 4th weekend. You st- yeah. That was always something I looked forward to is here's Daytona over July. What's more American than Daytona in July 4th? You know, now we go to Chicago. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. So I hope they go it back. Great. I, I enjoyed it. Southern 500, of course, is under the lights. And then... you, want, you want to talk about a nasty human race if you ran that during the day? <laughs> I forget who it was. I think it was Danica Patrick said, talked about like uh, just some of the qualification and practice stuff during the day. And you just feel like you want to die after being in the car for like 20 minutes. And, you know, you're doing 500 miles there at a place that's not easy to drive. Then you get the night race at Bristol. That is one race I still want to go to. 
Where right. Here's the thing I find interesting. Guaranteed fist fight every yes. year at, at the night race at Bristol. Here's what I really like, though. NBC gets the rights. Of the remaining races, seven of them are on NBC. The other nine are on USA. USA. It's not horrible. It's not Peacock, at least. No. <laughs> That's when, if I'm selling rights to my league. Well, the thing, though, is when they first signed this deal with NBC, NBC had the whole NBC Sports Network, and they shut that down last year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in the world of cord cutting and a la carte streaming networks. Yeah, I, I can understand why that wasn't very profitable. But it, I still find it funny because they have all this sports content. And then it's like, where do they, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to watch soccer on Bravo. <laughs> we're going to watch. I, I was, I sent it to you. I'm like, hey, Arco West replay on uh, last Sunday. And I said, hey, they're showing the Arco West replay from Irwindale, which we're running a race there this season on CNBC. Because when I think of finance and well, I think of Arca Menard series. <laughs> Oh, that'd just be nice. Man, what if Stadium Scene somehow gets the funding and just broadcasts all the racing? You know what? If if I got the funding to do that, um, I would Deep not be recording. I, I would not be recording this in a uh, converted bedroom into an office. <laughs> My floor would be paved in gold. No, I'm just um, <laughs> but yeah, looking at the schedule, you know. New Hampshire, USA, Pocono, USA, Richmond, USA, Michigan, USA. And then they go back Michigan, to Michigan. I should be at that race. Yeah, that's right. You Let's did watch that one live. Indianapolis is on NBC. Watkins Glen is back on USA. <laughs> I like how they have Indianapolis on NBC, and it's going to be probably one of the worst races on schedule. I mean, unless, you Those know, cars Ross, on that road course. Ross Chastain just completely blows past turn one again. <laughs> Uh, Daytona, NBC, Darlington, USA, Kansas, USA, Bristol, USA. How do you put Bristol? That that I don't get. Why would you not put Bristol? Like it's Saturday. Like who cares? Like there can't be, I don't care what golf tournament is on. Like bump the golf tournament to USA. Texas in your final round. Talladega, NBC, the Roval, NBC, Las Vegas, NBC, Homestead, NBC, Martinsville, NBC. So basically, when you get into the last one, two, three, four, five, six weeks of the basically playoffs, when you get into the fun part of the playoffs, it drives then, ratings. Then you've got Phoenix to close it out. I uh, I emailed my my Phoenix Raceway ticket rep, and I said, uh, I said I'm I'm going. We're we're going to be there in the spring. And I said, at this point, my kids, they'll be six. And I'm kind of on the fence. Like, do I want to go to the cup race in next March? Like, are they going to, the kids going to hold up long enough to make it worth the money? Or do I just go and you know, mess around and the, you know, the cheaper Xfinity race where the kids tickets are free. The kids can go play around and, and go look in the cup garages. I mean, that that's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it is a lot of fun. I wish I, I could go see a cup race, but I, I, as far as the experience goes, the Xfinity is fine and it's much, much cheaper. <laughs> I, I'm getting out of there with four tickets to the Xfinity race and four pit passes 
for a hundred with the service charges included for $126. Like I, you know, you, better deal than what I did. You, yeah. Like for less than what you're paying to go to the Indy car race and two concerts. So it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely no cup race on in November because championship weekend is, I was looking at some of the random tickets, loose tickets that are left ungodly but yeah so wednesday night dash coming up in uh two weeks yeah we're gonna go right right to daytona we're just gonna get that out of the way right (laughs) checking out the arca cars we're still recruiting we got a couple couple of people hopped in um actually uh a friend of ian miller joined us uh so he's coming in racing with us so I think officially the roster sits at 15, but I think three drivers are going to be running part-time schedules. So it's like, I'd like to get another five. I want another five in there, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. So $40, 10 races broadcasted. The rest of the money goes into a prize pool. So what else are you going to do at 10 PM on a, on a Wednesday night, 10 PM Eastern? Yeah, week after that too. Um, behind closed doors starts back up, another ten race schedule and free entry fee. And it's a good schedule too. I, I think you did a really, really good job putting that that schedule together. Uh, same thing, ten o'clock on Tuesday nights. I'm gonna be so. like, I, I think I'm gonna do like the Dale Junior thing. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do one race, <laughs> <laughs> randomly pop in. Um, well, a little change up on the open wheel series got a little bit longer races might have one or two pit stops in there and then two of the races indianapolis and then a season finale at michigan are going up to 250 miles that's gonna be uh indy 250 man that's uh yeah if michigan runs like it did this year it's gonna be hold on to your seat for a long time it's i mean this is this is really exciting i mean i just hope you can get a few more um few more drivers in and get this thing going i mean it's a free league people like we're trying to save the ir18 it's like okay like yeah it can't be broadcasted but like who cares we're trying to keep this alive amazing it's it's a lot of fun come do it like this is our plea to you come sign up it's a free league it's open wheel. It's fun. If you have never, like, if you've never done open wheel racing, this is the perfect place to come do it. And, and check ramp. out our Instagram. You can see some highlights of the racing. Who I walked in off the streets completely cold, not being in a race for six months and almost win the race. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? What is going on? Yeah, it's something. So. Uh, AS, uh, yeah, uh, AFSP 200, shifting the date to Sunday the 17th. Uh, we have some schedule issues we had to, to do, so we're going to shift them to the Sunday. No NASCAR on that Sunday, by the way. The cup, that's Bristol. Bristol's Saturday night. Uh, Xfinity's Friday, Chuck's Thursday. So you got nothing better to do. Come race with us. And if you don't, you're not on the iRacing platform or you don't want to race, Fine, come watch it. Give you know, donate some money. ASFP or AFSP. Geez, 
OFSP. I need to go to bed. Um, sure, that was beer and that uh, milk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just I gotta remember to wash it before I put coffee. Pour some in coffee in the morning. Oh, <laughs> I oh, got some leftover warm Montucky cold snack in there. <laughs> Oh man, I I can see your uh, not not exactly a racing theme room behind you, but you got some uh, some additional wall decorations there. Yeah, got the banners put back up. Cubs, Purdue, UCF. Next thing you need though is you got to get a get a Phillips Hue color light in there and just got to yeah, you know, work on that one. Yeah, we got to do the. Uh... Yeah, and like I sound like we're just kind of hawking products because we are but i mean when you you do this and it's just like um let's see if i can get this to work oh uh, didn't quite work once i can get it framed i have a big poster print of the speedway with the marmon wasp on it you know so i'll probably get that put above the desk you see I, I turned the lights purple that actually has a pretty good look to it behind the uh oh did i unplug my light strip i'm gonna check that oops but yeah my hue plays over here i'll get the green glow there and yeah, once i finally get settled and get everything updated we'll we'll have this rocking yeah maybe i should just when we record just put it on the the purple light because it actually looks a lot better than the uh the just regular bright white light on there honestly yeah, it does look good i mean it's just you got the reflection on the uh but ice penguin over there of the lights but whatever we'll look at that it all works i could just do that there <laughs> but ice penguin yeah That's i so i think i think i told you this but when i bought that because the Bud Ice Penguin was like the greatest commercial of the 90s. And uh, if if you haven't seen it, during the NHL season, they had Bud Ice, which was, I think, supposed to be a direct competitor to Miller Genuine Draft, I think. And so they created Bud Ice, and they're like, ice, hockey, haha. So it was like the official beer of the NHL in like the late 90s, like the mid-90s to the late 90s. And they had the Penguin going around being like super creepy and he's like hey are you enjoying your bud ice and <laughs> it's like the, the creepiest thing and it's hilarious and they parody movies and, and uh and he's singing his doobie doobie doo and uh so years later i i see a bud ice sign on ebay it says beware of the penguins which is like the little tagline from the commercials and I'm like hey that's really cool splurge i buy it probably should have, have. I, and i'm just like that's cool and i'm thinking like the sign's gonna be like eh, you know yay big yes this probably hung in somebody's bar 30 years ago so all of a sudden this box shows up at my door and the thing is like probably close to three feet tall <laughs> like what this is like way big and i'm st standing here trying to figure out where am i gonna put this and i'm like okay front center so the butt ice penguins was worth it but anyway um again frracingonline.com sign up for the fsp 200 wednesday night dash 
behind closed doors. Registrations are all open now. Get in there. It'll, you will have fun. Everyone who's come through. Okay. Generally, everyone who's come through has had a lot of fun, <laughs> minus like one or two exceptions, but it's the exception to the rule. Um, yeah, come on out. Join us. Join us. Come have some fun. You might kick our butts, but hey, you know what? That's what it's all about. That's what we do. You know, it's uh, we purposely set up Wednesday Night Dash to be short because there's a lot of us that just can't fit the time to do a two, three hour race every week. So we make them, you know, sessions an hour long. The race itself is about 40, 45 minutes. Don't have a lot of time. You want to do some league racing. You want to vary up the cars every 10 races now. Wednesday Night Dash is for you. Sure is. FRRacingOnline.com forward slash WND. The link is in the description of this episode. So learn more about it. Register. Love to have you. So final thoughts. Uh, come on out and join us. Come sign up for the charity race and your support. We keep bringing it. We enjoy what we do. We Toronto, keep bringing you more. more. T- Toronto and New Hampshire this weekend. So look forward to that. The Crayon 301. The Crayon 301. I'm thinking, okay, that's a ridiculous name. Like, why would you name it after a crayon? But it's actually a company called Crayon. Who knew? <laughs> but I guess that's why they're sponsoring a race, because now they have brand awareness. So, hey. Yep. Uh, speaking of brand awareness, you want to sponsor a race on Wednesday Night Dash? You want to see your logo on one of our cars? Shoot us a DM. We posted about it uh, earlier this week, and... Uh, Pretty reasonable to have your uh, name on a car and you know, you'll get a nice screenshot you can print and frame and hang on the wall of your business or, uh, you know, hang it in your room, show people that, Hey, I sponsored a race. So thanks yeah, for watching. Fun building. Yes. Yes, you do. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Take care.